Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, election day happened yesterday in certain areas, you know, and if you just want to know about what happened, I have a good video here from CBS News that's going to help us recap. Let's just say it like this. All of the polling calling for another red wave. Yet again, talking about how Biden's poll numbers are completely disastrous. Trump is literally in the White House right now. We just don't know it yet. Things like that. Trying to basically spook people into not coming out and voting. Well, let's just say that didn't really work out quite well. So, let's just listen to this video, shall we? And as I do, give my recap on it. scored big in some key races. Notable wins include Ohio, which voted to enshrine abortion rights at the state level, Virginia, where Democrats will now control both the state and Senate and and House of Delegates, and in Kentucky, where Democratic Governor Andy Beshear was re-elected to a second term. President Biden weighed in on the victory, saying, quote, Americans once again voted to protect their fundamental freedoms and democracy won. Meanwhile, Republican candidate Chris Christie is blaming the Republican losses on Donald Trump, warning that Trump is a poison for the party. Let's face it, Donald Trump is political and electoral poison down ballot. Down ballot, he's in, his endorsement has led to Republican defeats in the House, uh, in the Senate rather, and, and the House in 18. In 20, we lost the United States Senate and the White House. Uh, in 22, we underperformed miserably. And tonight, you're seeing us lose again. Well, Naomi Ruckham breaks down all of these results and what it means in the lead up to the 2024 presidential election. It was a big election night for Democrats across the country as the party scored victories in Ohio, Kentucky and Virginia. In Ohio, voters approved a measure to amend the state constitution, establishing the right to abortion. Crowds cheered as results rolled in just one year after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Abortion is health care. That's right. And abortion access is the law of the land in Ohio. In Kentucky, Democratic Governor Andy Beshear was re-elected to a second term. This wasn't my win. This was our victory. A message that candidates should run for something and not against someone. Bashir has relished in broad approval for his handling of the pandemic and natural disasters. And in Virginia, Democrats are celebrating two wins at the state level, retaining their hold on the majority in the state Senate and flipping the House of Delegates. These victories come as President Biden faces daunting poll numbers with less than a year to go until the presidential election. In a social media post, the president said, voters vote, polls don't. Now let's go win next year. Naomi Ruckham, CBS News, New York. As you hear, 
as you can hear. Because he brought the polls. Because all the polls were saying a disastrous, horrific bloodbath for the Democrats. They basically said they're not going to win anything. It's going to be an easy cakewalk landslide for Republicans. They kept saying, look at Joe Biden's poll numbers. Look at his poll numbers. Look at him. Look at Donald Trump. Trump poll numbers. Look at the Republicans. And what happened? Because these Democrats ran on key issues, and these key issues, you know, were the thing that these people wanted. Abortion rights, again. As you can notice, by the way, there is zero Republicans beating their chest for doing the one thing that they applauded. And that was the removal of Roe versus Wade. 50 long, long, long years of trying to remove Roe versus Wade. And they finally did it. And now I, I, I don't hear them cheering. You know, when the Supreme Court did exactly what you wanted and overturned Roe versus Wade, y'all seem to be quite quiet. This is a key victory. As you can hear, the Republicans are quiet on it. But when the Democrats are enshrining, you know, abortion rights into the constitution, their constitution, state constitutions, oh, they're cheering hard. I wonder why. Because maybe because people don't like the lose rights that they have. The horror stories of <clears throat> women birthing people, whatever you want to call them, having to go to the hospital, can't get treatment, damn near dying before they even get anywhere near close to a treatment. You know, people having cancerous cells in their body and literally have to die because abortion itself is completely outlawed in that state. Wow. You don't say. I would be horrified to hear that. You know, doctors literally leaving states. Like, up, packing up and just leaving. So now, chances of you getting treatment for healthcare problems, period, is just non-existent. Yeah, yeah, you don't say. Uh, that seemed kind of, kind of a bad thing. You know, a ten-year-old having to go across state lines in order to get a a abortion because she was raped and impregnated. And Republicans are like, "Oh no, she should carry the baby to term. She's a baby herself. She's ten. She should carry the rapist baby to term." Like, really? Just think about those horror stories. We kept hearing again and 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 again. Coming from the party of Christian family values. 
come from the party that's supposed to be pro-life and supposed to be taking care of and defending the children. Saying that the children get raped should be able to carry the baby to term. It's like, wow. You hear these things. All those are true, by the way. 100% fact. You can look it up on Google. You can, seriously, 10-year-old cross straight lines because of uh, abortion. To get an abortion, you'll find it. Rumble sources, by the way. Not Joe Smo, you know, conspiracy theory website. CNN. MSNBC, Associated Press. You find things like that. You hear these, excuse me, you hear these horror stories and you be like, for real? For real? Y'all, y'all did that. And like the, you know, governor that, that won, I think, in Kentucky, like he said, y'all so busy being against, 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 against something and never being for something because they're not, because if they show you what they're really for, they know that you'll be against them. Therefore, increasing the budget for the militaries and things like that that will go to contractors and rich people, right? They just give your taxpayer money to the most richest people out there. Don't take my word for it. You can look it up. How much to the deficit did Donald Trump add? Seven, $7.8 He's known for... Doing one thing, one of his key legislative victories was a tax break for the ultra wealthy that added $7.8 trillion to the deficit. You didn't get much of it. You got a one time payment of $1,200, and that was it. Seriously, a one time payment. Or $1,200 and that was it. And when you ask for more while watching them themselves, the congressmen and women on the Republican side and all these rich people getting handout after handout and the handout in the tunes of billions and billions and billions, not mil, billions and billions and billions of dollars, they just grabbing handfuls, no type of you know, oversight whatsoever. They just grabbing billions of dollars of your hard-earned money because they ain't put nothing into it because they don't pay taxes at all, period. None of them do. But you, all your hard-earned money is just getting grabbed by the handfuls by these rich fools who don't have to work a damn day in their lives, never even worked a day in their lives, never even worked a nine-to-five, don't even know what a nine-to-five is. If you told them they had to wait for two months, two weeks to get a paycheck, they'll lose their mind. 
and they just grabbing handfuls and handfuls of billions of dollars of all your hard-earned money. All your hard-earned money going to them. They already rich. They got so much money, they don't even know what to do with it. So they just keep grabbing and grabbing and grabbing while you struggling and struggling and struggling. And you, like, what am I supposed to do? And the Republican Party tell you, oh, Transy over there. Hate him. That Transy losing money just like you are. <laughs> they mad at the Republican Party as, as you should be. And nothing to do with them getting a conversion therapy and shit. Because your money's going to the Republican Party who a bunch of rich fools who don't do shit. And if you would have known that that's their policy, you would lose your mind and not vote for them, period. <laughs> they don't have any idea what the hell to do. And it shows. And the good news is that the American people slowly... By the way, slowly but damn well surely are starting to figure that out. You have nothing for me. Yes, right now we got to vote for Joe Biden. I understand. Because I'd rather vote for Joe Biden old ass before I vote for Donald Trump who's going to, you know, turn the United States into a dictatorship where him and the Republican Party rule and reign supreme. (coughs) They're literally trying to get rid of democracy. They're outwardly saying that shit. Overturning democracy, where your voting doesn't matter. Oh, okay, you're trying to take away all my freedoms and install Donald Trump as your God King Or you want to vote for Joe Biden. I'll vote for him. Guess what? He can't run again any goddamn way afterwards. So the next four years, I'll deal with him and his mediocrity and, you know, barely being from weight and shit. At least he's asleep. He can't take away my uh, freedoms. You know? And start voting for people who can actually, you know, do stuff. I mean, for real. It is what it is. I mean, for real. It's just surprising to see all this. This this was not expected. This big win for the Democrats. And, you know, Republicans have been losing. You know, yeah, good morning, America. Let's go ahead and listen to them, what they talk about. I saw this at the bottom of the screen. Let's go ahead. What they could mean for 2024, Kentucky's Democratic governor won a closely watched race in a heavily Republican state. And Ohio possibly delivering a message with national implications, approving a measure protecting abortion rights. Mary Bruce is in Columbus, Ohio, with the latest on that and the key races. Good morning, Mary. 
Good morning, Robin. Yeah, this was a huge night for Democrats, scoring big wins in several races, proving the political potency of the fight for abortion and giving the party a big boost with the presidential election now just a year away. Overnight, Democrats on a winning streak, scoring victories in Ohio, Kentucky, and Virginia, powered by support for abortion rights. Abortion rights! Ohio voters enshrining a right to abortion access in the state's constitution. It's the seventh straight victory for abortion rights in a state referendum since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. Abortion access is the law of the land in Ohio. 14-point win in the red-leaning state, a strong sign 14 for point win is the issue energizing the party's base. How important is the issue of abortion? A black man. Uh, I think it's number one on the ballot right now. Women's rights are under attack. Is that a black man? Is that a black man? A black man. <laughs> How important is abortion to you, black man? It's very important. So I don't get stuck paying child support. This momentum translates to an unpopular President Biden. In deep red Kentucky, Trump-backed candidate Republican Daniel Cameron trying to take down Democratic Governor Andy Bashir by linking him to Biden. Look at that. And by the way, Daniel Cameron is a token black guy. Yes, he's a token. He tried to use race in a race that had nothing to do with it. Let's see what happens. Will he be able to run again? Let me tell you, he won't. He's black. They like, we tried you token, we ain't gonna do it again. But it didn't work. Thank you, Kentucky! Bashir carved out his own brand as a popular bipartisan problem solver and ran against Kentucky's total ban on abortion, winning even as Republicans swept every other statewide office. Kentucky made a choice. A choice not to move to the right or to the left, but to move forward for every single family. In Virginia, the Republican governor, Glenn Youngkin, tried to stake out middle ground on abortion, promising if Republicans won the state legislature, they passed what he called reasonable restrictions, 15-week abortion ban with exceptions for rape, incest, and the life of the mother. But it backfired. The people of the Commonwealth of Virginia spoke. Democrats not only holding on to the state Senate, but retaking the House of Delegates, too. And where abortion was not an issue, Republicans easily won. In Mississippi, Republican Governor Tate Reeves winning re-election. His opponent, Brandon Presley, underperforming there. And guys, in Philadelphia this morning, history is being made. Sherelle Parker, now the city's first female mayor, George. First female mayor. But like he said, like he said, where it wasn't on the ballot, Republicans won easily. That's his shows. You gotta make it, you know, an issue. Bring up abortion all the time, every time. Never stop bringing it up. Because that's a right that they took away from you. Excuse me. That's a right they took away from you. Seriously. 
That's a right they took away from you. You lost the right to an abortion. And Republicans stole it. Willfully. It's ridiculous. I mean, for real. It did. But I'm glad to see that. And I wanted to talk to you guys about that. It's like, yeah. Um, can't say nothing about it. Democrats outperformed Republicans in every way. I mean, for real. I mean, for real. And they had no one to blame but themselves. Right? No one to blame but themselves. It is what it is. Y'all lost. Big time. Because you want to take away people's freedoms. Anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast. You know, do all that good stuff. Definitely, definitely, you know, follow me, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. I leave up a little nice little comment on, on you know, Spotify. Because it's the only place you can comment on. And you can talk about it. See if you like it. If you don't. If you like my podcast. If you don't. It really does help me out. If you want to talk about something. You know. An issue. Hey. Bring it up. I'll talk about it. Anyway. Later guys. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Of course, this is still dealing with the election day fallout. So, what else is there to talk about, right? We already know that the Democrats just wiped the floor with the Republicans, right? So, what else is there to talk about? Well, of course, there's always one major thing to talk about. And that's the copium. Yes, the copium. Yes, the copium. And it's time for it. So, I have here a video. I just... From the Humanities Report. And he just found some of the great copium out there. So, yes. Let's listen in. And do like I normally do, give my reaction to it. That you've all been waiting for, the right-wing cope. So as you saw, Matt Walsh is very sad about voters' stance on abortion, but to push back against this notion that he is wrong and it's a losing issue, let's look at what he's saying. Quote, five years ago, lots of people on the right assured me that the trans issue was a political loser. We proved them wrong, really? Now, nearly all of those same people are assuring me that the abortion issue is a political loser. I'm sensing a pattern. My brother in Christ, you didn't prove shit. Most Republicans who took your advice and ran almost exclusively on transphobia got rocked. But don't you worry, I'm sure you're going to prove everyone right about abortion just like you were proven right about the popularity of trans rights. This is maximum cope, but um, it's it just, it's so funny to me that he refuses to admit that he's wrong. This- yes, that's Matt Walsh. The, again, I make sure to say it, fascist. 
Because he himself calls him that. He calls himself a fascist. So yes, he's a fascist. When a person calls himself what they call him, you call him what they call himself. You know? Just like what you do with trans people. You're about to say that. <coughs> Pronouns. Pronouns. You know? He calls himself a theocratical fascist. Exactly. You, you, you did it perfectly. That's exactly what you do. He says he wants to be called a fascist. You know, you do the same thing with people with their pronouns. Awesome. You're right. Their pronouns. So, I mean, again, being proven wrong. And this man is always wrong. <laughs> Let's keep it going. This is cognitive dissonance in action, and it's hilarious to watch. But I do want to move on from Walsh because Rick Santorum, someone who I haven't heard about, someone who I forgot existed, is also grappling with Republicans' uh, poor performance, and he's going to make a really interesting admission here. Oh, yes. Boy, let go. Rick Santorum. I didn't even know he was still alive. I didn't even know a lot to you. I thought he died some some time before. I mean, dang, he's really gone. Uh, I was like, Rick Santorum alive? I thought one of those politicians who, you know, passed away and you really, really heard about it, probably was put on, like, CNN for a little bit. I'm like, Rick said, I'm alive? <laughs> Goddamn. But yeah, by the way, because I need to set this up for certain people who didn't see it. Right now, Rick Santorum is on Newsmax right now. He's a guest there. So you got the whole basic get up going on. The racism, you know, imagery of the American flag over here and there. Like, they give a fuck about damn uh, America anyway. They don't care. They don't give a damn about freedom. The only freedom they talk about is taking away yoin, right? You know that. You know, oh, our uh, freedom to take away yoin. Because you don't have freedom. My freedom trumps yoin. So, I had the right to take away your, you know... Abortion rights, your freedom of speech, your freedom to exist. Because if you're trans, you don't have the right to exist. You know, I'm not saying that. You heard plenty of times on my podcast, me playing Charlie Kirk talking about how... No, it wasn't Charlie Kirk, was it? It doesn't fucking matter. One of them damn dumbasses, you know... Talking about how we need to get rid of transgenderism in all entirety. You know, not just, you know, allowing kids to be able to decide for themselves, but, you know, to take away your freedom as an adult to do whatever the fuck you want with your body. You know, these are the same people who, during COVID, you know, was complaining about putting on a motherfucking mask and getting a vaccine shot. You know, claiming that they have rights because of, you know, bodily autonomy, because that mattered then, but when it comes to you doing whatever the fuck you want to do with your own body, is oh, you know, let's take away those rights, take away those rights, take away those rights. But yeah, anyway, Rick Santillo was on Newsmax. I'm surprised they even put the results up. But most of the results that they're putting up was all the ones for, uh, yeah, Republicans. 
they're trying to make sure that they blind their viewers to what's really going on. And barely mentioning anything about the things that passed. You know, as if my lovely wife was looking up on the screen, what's the biggest things that you see on that screen? You see, I'm going to sleep. Give me a line. I know you're not going to try to participate. You know, you popped up anyway, but... I just had to be looking up at the time when you were saying it, so... But, yeah. And the man talking about fucking, uh... Yeah. Whatever the fuck he was talking about. Talking about, you know... He was talking about how abortion rights somehow supposed to be a political loser. And he's like, oh, you know, they told me that. Look what's going to happen. They the damn bill so damn much. Yeah. But look at that. Burn out! Oh, yeah. Got to say that. Played it so much. Fucking idiot. Idiot. But like I said, it has on the screen a bunch of the, you know, states and whatnot. That Kentucky and one. And they showing all the red states to where the red people won. Right? I said, yeah, the red people. But they don't, they barely even put up their their Ohio pass message to uh, legalize marijuana. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh no! People gonna be smoking. Burn out! I can't believe. Let me stop yelling. Let's see what we yell. Reefer madness. Even though marijuana is, even though reefer madness doesn't exist, because marijuana is a depressant. I mean. Yeah, you can go mad. Yeah, mad, real mad, real mad, real mad about getting real down. Don't let you get your reefer. You know, that's a, that's the only that's the only, yeah. Matter of fact, that's the only way you go you get mad. That's the only form of reefer madness is when you're not having it. The pronouns and bullshit. Speaking speaking as a black person. Yes, mother. Yeah, we took her. Yes, I did. I know she didn't give us no money. Say what, ma? No, it wasn't. Ain't nobody didn't give her no money. I was sleeping. She she called me last night at one o'clock. Yup. In the morning. Eddie. But anyway, let's see if finally hear Rick Santorum, you know, and what he has to say. I've been holding off on. Where you going now? She ain't going to the outlet. She ain't got no damn money to go to the outlet. Trago said you going to the outlet. I ain't going to the outlet. I don't got no money. I ain't get paid yet. I'm, I'm, I need Trey to hurry up and get a, uh, his pay stuff so we can go get ours. What? The loan. Yeah, but you know what happens to pay, uh, get the pay stuff. It takes T-I-M-E. No shit, Sherlock. You know? And that's the only thing I couldn't, you know, scapegoat out of. But getting rent paid, uh, getting an apartment was different because I can use my, uh, you know, acceptance left. Anyway, let's go to Rick Santorum. You put 
very sexy things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot and a lot of young people come out and vote it, 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 it was a, it was a secret sauce for disaster in Ohio I don't know what they were thinking but um, that's why I'm, I, I thank goodness that most of the states in this country don't allow you to put everything on the ballot we're because true democracies are not the way to run a country so, so then, you heard what he said heard what he said let's, 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 go, let's, go, let's, go, let's go back a little bit because I don't think y'all heard what he said Again, you got to hear. Is also grappling with Republicans' uh, poor performance. And he's going to make a really interesting admission here. And you put very sexy things like abortion and marijuana on the ballot. And a lot of young people come out and vote. It, 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 was, a, it was a secret sauce for disaster in Ohio. I don't know what they were thinking, but... Um, that's why I'm, I, I thank goodness that most of the states in this country don't allow you to put everything on the ballot because true nice. democracies are not the way to run a country. And that's the problem. He just said democracy is not the way to run this country. We don't need democracy. That's the problem that they don't put everything on all ballots. Because they don't want you to vote. They say you should not have control over what happens to yourself. And that's the, that's what's the messed up part. They don't put everything on the ballot. Why not? Put it on the ballot. Put it on the ballot. If you man enough, if you brave enough, if you sure enough that these things are what they are, put it on the ballot. Put gun rights on the ballot. You know, all right, we're going to put the whole, you know, gun safety on the ballot. Because if, you, if you're good enough, you can run a quadrillion dollar campaign with the National Rifle Association behind you. And it's a pass, right? You should, you, should be, you should be able to block it. Right? The reason why is because they know that they know that they know that they know that they are the very, very small, minuscule minority. That's the point. That's why he said it. He said it out loud. Democracy is not the way to run this country because we don't have the bodies. Obviously, you don't have the bodies because most of the bodies have been killed off during COVID because you didn't want to take a goddamn vaccine. Dummies. Obviously, you don't have bodies because, again, most gun violence definitely come per capita. It's happening over there in the red states. And y'all don't do shit about it. Because you answer everything with shooting everybody. So, go to the bodies. And y'all just not br- bright enough to do shit. Right? And y'all, and once you actually have the actual laws and regulations that you want to put out there, people realize, hey, this is fucking bullshit. Y'all, y'all suck. I was always, I was always the person who said, put it on the ballot. Put it on the ballot. This is a democracy. Right? I don't give a fuck if you say, it's not a democracy. It, it, it's a constitutional republic. Um, how do we get our uh, presidents? We vote. Right? We vote. The majority rule. Right? That's what both be. If you can't convince enough people to support you, guess what? 
Too bad. You suck. This is supposed to be. Republic, whatever you want to call it. How do you have your freedom? Because you don't have no freedom in a in in a dictatorship. That's why I keep bringing up Venezuela when they talk about socialism, right? It's like all of a sudden now you y'all 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 against having people vote. Oh, I know because people starting to wake up to the fact that y'all don't have shit for them. The only people y'all support are the ultra wealthy. As a matter of fact, not even the wealthy, the ultra of all ultra wealthy. Because damn millionaires starting to get wake up and say, God damn. This fucked up. I got too much money. I ain't gonna be able to do nothing with it anyway. Yeah, it tags me. Come on now. It's only the billionaires, real truthfully. That's causing all these problems. Now, I ain't gonna say millionaires ain't having. You know, there's some millionaires that's fucked up, but the most of it is coming from the billionaires. The corporate executives and shit. But he said it out loud on camera. This is not supposed to be a, 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 a peer democracy. Why, why not? I mean, I thought United States was the different because we, we had freedom. You know, we had freedom. And the freedom you have because you get to vote on things. We had the illusion of freedom. Oh, 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 oh. You do have the illusion of freedom because that one whole side of the political spectrum oh, is the one that gives you that illusion. You know what I mean? Let's not even lie about it. That one side gives you that illusion. Because they don't want you to fucking vote. They don't want you to do anything. It's fucking incredible. We can't let people vote on individual issues because most of the time they're going to vote against Republicans, so it's best to not let the peasants decide for themselves. Damn. You couldn't even put it better than myself. That's exactly what he said. That's literally what he said. We can't allow these peasants to vote for them, control over themselves. Really? I mean, in this moment, Republicans are collectively coming to the realization that most Americans just don't agree with them. They don't. Even Sean Hannity admitted this on Fox News, and the sadness that he was feeling while he made this admission was almost palpable. And now, before we go, because this is going to be beautiful. I've seen this one. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. I can't lie. This is beautiful. Sweet. I mean, man. Bring a tears in my eye. Sean Hannity coming to a realization. And by the way, he's going to lie. He's going to lie. I, I'll tell you when he lies, because you know I do. I can't stop myself. <laughs> but he's going to lie. He's going to lie, because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you a name. A name, by the way. When he lies, I'm going to tell you. Oh, no, he actually lied, because he's the person name going to be honest about this and I consider myself for life but I understand that's not where the country is uh, that's a lie first of all it's not that part but 
He is not pro-life. None of those are pro-life. No, Repu- no conservative Republican is pro-life. They're pro-control. That's the point. <laughs> Don't blow your nose. Everybody thought that it was a battle. Oh, yeah. Let me just do that real quick. Everybody thought it was a battle between pro-choice and pro and pro-life. No, it's not. It's always been the battle between pro-choice and pro-control. The Republicans and conservatives are pro-control. They've never been pro-life. Pro-control. They want to have control over your life. While the you know, pro-choice people want you to have a choice. Because they're pro-life, you know, do I have to say it? You know, we know the stuff that the social safety nets that will come with having a child that they want to remove and eliminate completely. Oh, no, still you'll be taxed by, by the way. Make sure I state this 100%. You still will be taxed. As if those social safety nets existed. Meaning that you still lose money out of your paycheck for things like Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid that you do now. It's just that they won't exist because they will just take the money that they stole from you and, you know, give it to Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos so they can fly their flying dicks into outer space and roll around in it for a bit. Because they did that, by the way. Played around in outer space, popped the champagne bottles on Yada. So, yeah. If you say, I don't want to pay for this, shut the fuck up. You pay for uh, Elon Musk to go into outer space on his flying dick. Anyway. And you said nothing about it. So people would say, I don't want my money to go to somebody not being, having to go to a liberal arts degree. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. Your money should go to that instead of going to Elon Musk, a trillionaire. By the way, trillionaire, because by January, he'll be a trillionaire. Trillion with a T, right? Flying in outer space on your dime. So if you're okay with Elon Musk, one of the richest men on planet Earth, flying his flying dick into outer space, you will be fine paying for that person's liberal arts degree. Uh, I would say first trimester or Dobbs 15 weeks seems to be where the country is, Kaylee. I want to stay with you on this issue. Tell him. That was basically... Roe versus Wade is had more complexity in it. Basically, the first trimester was free for uh, free free for all, pretty much. Just go and get it. Second trimester, you get a little bit of talking to and say, "Hey, are you sure about that?" Third trimester, we just laugh at you and say, "So we're adopting these. You gonna put them in?" Unless you did. By the way, did. Now, dying did. That's a <laughs> Roe versus Wade. And it sums up. You know, that's basically how it was with abortion. First trimester, go ham, do it all you need. 
second trimester, we're going to talk with you, try to figure out, make sure that everything's good and that you really know what you're doing because by that time, bird, you carry the baby for, for a little bit. Third trimester, we laugh at your dumb ass, take the baby out and just say, all right, so what adoption age do you want to drop him off at? Sis, am I wrong? Let me ask one of the experts. She'll have one, but am I wrong? I know, but you, cause you got coochie. I never heard of that portion, so I don't know how I would do it. Sure, but basically it's like that. And you can't, you can't wait till almost nine months. They only have one abortion. Yeah, they're going to laugh at you and then just, you know, take the baby right out you and say, all right, what adoption age you want to put them in? Simple as that. Now, if the if it's some complications and you're dying, well, yeah, we can wait till you basically dead, and then make a decision on who like to say more likely is the mom. Baby gotta go. But let it keep going. And and these issues will be decided by the states. Uh, you ask, you talk to the Speaker of the House. I talk to the Speaker of the House. It is not going to be an issue in in the House of Representatives. This is not going to be decided any longer in Washington D.C. That's a lie. They are still. Everything ends up with what, at Washington D.C. Exactly, because they still at this moment, as we are actually speaking, trying to pass, you know, universal. Uh, a ban on abortion. The states will decide, but the Democrats are trying to scare women into thinking Republicans right. don't want abortion legal under any circumstances. Now we're because they don't. Because they don't. Because um, have you remember a certain time period? Because you gotta remember go way back. It's on my uh podcast too. Back to the previous election, which is on my podcast, like I said. There was a certain person that was running. There was, uh, I think, for the runoff for the Senate. Raphael Warnock was for the Democrat side. He was running against a certain person, uh, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker said that he was a... a Bush, uh, he wanted to ban abortion. He was like a pro-life absolutist. As they called him, which a lot of Republicans are. Now, what that means is you will ban abortion for whatever reason whatsoever. Period. Bar none, you cannot get an abortion. Period. That does not just mean you getting the a actual abortion, that means a process. We go back in time as if we don't know how to do it. So, let's say that Cuckoo gets a, uh, gets, uh, not the Cuckoo, not that because you can go get that and take it off too, but that uterus or up there deep in the Cuckoo gets a tumor on it. Do you know how they remove said tumor? You know how they do it? I'll tell you how they're going to do it. They're going to give you an abortion. Wait, what? Yeah, literally give you an abortion. The same technique they use for abortion, they'll go up in that cuckoo, 
cut off that uh that clump of cells over there. Because that's what they do with uh, abortions anyway. Because that's when they are at that time. Literally no different than a cancerous tumor. Come over there. Cut off. Suck it out. Bang. You're done. They want to make sure that you don't have the process to do it at all. Period. So if you're in those situations and had those situations where you need one. You won't be able to get it. You just die. Let's say there's complications with the pregnancy and you need to get an abortion to save your life. Is there will be absolutely no baby because you won't make it to the time period for this clump of cells to form anywhere near a human being. Nope. Die. Let's say the would be baby would have a have no cranium or ligaments and will pretty much die within seconds. Nope, you die. Well, I have a stillborn and I want to make sure to keep my uterus so when I want to have a child and it's actually viable, I can. Fuck it, you lose it. Hmm. Really? That's literally every Republican. They do this all the time. When they come out and try to, oh, we, we, we're not like that. We, we're not going to have a, a 100% ban on abortion. You know, for no reason, you know, that no exceptions at all, period. You know, literally, I was just saying that at the rally down there with a bunch of dummies who have one or two brain cells and they drunk as fuck, have more brain and more teeth than they have brain cells, excuse me, have more teeth than they have brain cells, right? And they got pretty much all 32 removed. Yeah. You down there and you saying, pro-life, no exceptions whatsoever. And then you come out there and you want to say, once you lose, like, oh my God, what happened? I, I was never against you know, no one says that about, about about us. We don't support that. You do. You do. Where on earth would Democrats get this idea from? Hmm. A better question is, where on earth would Trump get this idea from? Because he also warned Republicans that abortion extremism and bans with no exceptions are going to lose them elections. So it almost feels like maybe Republicans are the ones scaring women, not Democrats, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Of course not. It's Democrats. They're always the bad guys, no matter what. There's no objectivity, no nuance whatsoever. It's not Republicans. It's Democrats. Right. Amazing. But I want to get to the best cope of the entire election cycle, because. Oh yeah, this is a good one. When I saw this. I said, like, yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. Good old Twitter, or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Elon Musk. Retarded ass program always comes through in the end, doesn't it? All I gotta say, prepare yourself for this one. This is what a sore loser sounds like. I'm serious. This sounds like a child being mad. I mean, a, a literal child. You know, when I was working at Baltimore County, I'm talking about, you know, elementary school kid talk. Seriously. This dude, this dude sound like someone that was in elementary school that I worked at. 
Failed New York City Council candidate Brian Robinson wrote this concession speech on Twitter after losing, and it is an absolute banger. Make sure, I know, he's like, he's top, but my God, you got to understand, this is a concession speech. This is his actual concession speech. This is him conceding his L. So when you, when you go out there, this is your public concession speech. This is what you want the people to know you as as you leave. Again, you can run back. Again. I don't know why Mr. Robinson didn't think about this shit, but you can run again the next time. So you don't want to put out there something that's going to make you look bad. Because you can run and run and run and run again as many times as you want. A famous person ran 16 times. Well, 17 times. Lost 16. By the way, that's Abraham Lincoln. I can tell you, even Abraham Lincoln never did what this dude was going to do in any of his losses. <laughs> At all. Because he would have been in a bad enough fight again. Because <laughs> this is how embarrassing this is. Take a listen. Well, thank you to all that fight the good fight with me. NYC is irredeemable. Congratulations to Keith Powers. The city has blindly chosen its own suicide. Jews get out while you can. My family will be. To the Nazi machine that killed the great city, go fuck yourselves, soulless bastards. <laughs> Does that sound like a congressman using his Professional, by the way, profile. Right? That's a professional. Because you can see at the bottom it says, at Vote Brian. That's not his. That's his professional actual Twitter. Right? Got a blue check mark. Make sure that's really him. You are a... New York City Council candidate. Absolute banger. Quote, thank you to all that fight the good fight with me. NYC is irredeemable. Congratulations to Keith Powers. First and foremost, the first portion of that is that that you are trying to do what? You're running for what? City Council and where? New York City. The first thing he does is trash the city. Is that not what he said? Girl, let me ask you. If you're running for office, what's the thing you're not going to do? Trash the place I'm talking about. Duh! Because why? You automatically going to lose. If I say Baltimore was the most fucked up trash ass place I've ever seen and I'm running for office and I'm running for office I wonder if Baltimore are going to vote for me I wonder if they're going to vote for me 
If I say Baltimore's a rat and rodent infested mess, like Donald Trump said, I wonder if Baltimore's gonna vote for me. No. I know I wouldn't, because I live here. Mm-hmm. We had that baby. Yeah. Finally. I'm not. I, I'm not going to trash the, the city I'm, I'm trying to get the votes from. So he must be knowing he's going out with a bang. He's never coming back. Because obviously not. Aw, he had the, the baby. The city has blindly chosen its own suicide. The city chose its own suicide. No. No. The majority chose so if you're a Republican, you know he's talking about you, right? This is a whole general term. That's why you shouldn't vote Republican, because this is how they are. They don't see themselves as part of the city. They see themselves as an overlord. You are beneath them. You are peasants. Trash. Garbage. You're not important. <laughs> mm, excuse me. Jews get out while you can. My family will be. To the Nazi machine that killed the great city, go fuck yourselves, soulless bastards. Calling the city of New York City a bunch of soulless bastards. See, this is why I say don't vote Republican. Because they cannot connect with people. This is why they lose in so many elections. Because they cannot connect with people because they don't belong here. They don't belong. Like most of the people don't even live in these cities in which they are running for. They, they'll never intermingle with people. They don't even see average people. Do I need to bring up Dr. Oz and how he didn't know what a damn vegetable tray was? Calling it charcuterie. Because that's what it is in their world, in the fancy rich white people world. Fancy rich white people world. You gotta have a fancy rich name for a vegetable platter. And he's so rich that he never buys his own food that he doesn't know how to go out there and buy it. What more do you need? To, you cannot vote Republican because they don't know anything about how you live. None of them live the same life you do. At all, period. Whatsoever. Nowhere near the same life. At all. They cannot fathom how you live. That's the reason why they want to take away all the social safety nets. That's why they want to make sure that the minimum wage never, ever get rid of Matter of fact, they want to get rid of it. So these rich people can pay you pennies on a dollar. Take all your damn hard-earned money that you get from all your work hard and taxes and give it to the richest of all richest people. What the fuck? If Jeff Bezos, if Elon Musk wants to fly a fine dick in the outer space, yeah, we allow you to use NASA on a damn payment. So we can pay us to use it. And you can take your own money to pay for the fucking rocket, pay for the fucking fuel, pay for everything, 
and fly your ass off into outer space. Stop yelling and shut up. If you want to do that shit, we, we will allow you to do it as long as you're paying. And then go sleep around this piece of shit. Oh, oh, you want me to pay you? Billions of dollars? For what? You're the richest man on planet Earth. Fuck you. You don't want to... Oh, you're going to go and fly, go somewhere else. Well, who, who you going to go to? Who you going to go to? Well, we going to go to... Uh, we don't go to Russia. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. Let them pay for the goddamn dumbass. The dumbass are flying out of space. Exactly. And see how that goes. Shit blow up. But you win it. Ha. Uh, dumbass, you, you get that. Go to China, same thing. Gonna blow up with you in it. Or you wanna come here where it's safer. <laughs> it, it's just... They they don't they understand. This man had a concession speech where he just hated on the city of New York in its entirety, calling everyone in New York Nazis, calling them Nazis, and saying that they should go commit suicide. Hey man. Man, you must be fighting for the votes. You may have another chance. If you come back out the next time, there's gonna be places all over the billboards. I'm gonna be placing on the oh you gonna I'm stick it on your car. Everywhere you go. Like, oh yeah, here you go. This is this is exactly what he thinks about you. Shit, I'm paying people to go and and, and think like they're campaigning for you. Put on a shirt and whatnot. Oh, I'm campaigning for for Brian Robinson. Here, this is what he thinks about you. He says you should commit suicide. He, he, here's what he thinks about you. He calls you a Nazi. Oh, he calls you a soulless bastard. That's how. He, that's what he really thinks about you. He said that the city is irredeemable. Well, what the fuck are you there for? If the city's irredeemable, why am I voting for you? Because if the city's irredeemable in your eyes, then you're not going to do shit but take all the taxpayer money. This is gonna take my taxpayer money and run off with it. I think that he might be a little bit mad that he lost the election. So, in conclusion, these results are absolutely fantastic. It indicates that despite Joe Biden's dismal poll numbers, voters are still motivated to vote based on issues, which is a good sign and puts me a little bit more at ease after seeing the New York Times poll published on Sunday, which showed that Biden was losing in almost all key swing states. So in these dark times, uh, I'm really happy to bring you at least some positive news. Things might. Exactly. I just wanted to do that guy because I just wanted to show you the copium. The copium. After having a massive beat down by Democrats yet again. They again, again doubling down on the same shit. Complaining. Not giving any solutions. Not doing anything to actually fix this shit. You know, oh, what about abortion? Oh, oh, no, no, no. You a Rick Santorum. We make sure that we don't put abortion or anything on the ballot that the people want to vote for because they don't have the right to control their own destiny and their own lives. We should have democracy? What the fuck is this? Letting the peasants control what happens to their own lives? No. Peasants get the vote. No!
<laughs> Come on now, man. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Anyway, this is going to be right in the podcast. So I'm going to get to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The link to my support is available there as well. As little as a dollar a month. It's definitely beneficial. Later, guys.